All right. Yep. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah, that's it. It was a. Uh, it was a. Um, uh, couldn't couldn't have thought of something like that happening. Five. Four. four three. <laughs> two. And one. 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 Hello world, hear the song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, happy hour listeners. That was uh, quite a riveting game against the uh, the the freaking Tortorella Flyers. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! My word. As, as, as anyone that was actually watching the game, if you stayed awake during it, actually got it actually ended on time. Because yeah. nothing was happening. I think it ended at like nine twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a record about like the shortest full regulation game in hockey history, but Angela Price would have been happy. Angela Price would have been happy. Why? She used to back when I followed her on Instagram. She would complain all the time about late games and stuff. Oh, the kids. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. With your multimedia campaign <laughs> and multi-millionaire husband. It's so hard. It reminds me of um the South Park episode that um I can hear you. Okay. It reminds me of the South Park episode that uh uh the, the royal couple didn't like that you have to watch, Veronica. I watched it again this weekend. It was amazing. <laughs> Prince Harry. The only reason, the only he, reason I'm, I like, I know that it's funny, but it, 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 it. Oh, it me. stabs them. All the stupid assholes who actually believe it. It you know? murders them. Oh, it's. I'm pretty sure the creators of South Park do not give a flying f. Oh no, they don't care. They don't care. Well, no, I mean, I mean like, as, like they, they would think the world would be a better, better place without her. But I could be <laughs> wrong. My name's David Ojay. At Glaucus123 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Beth. Hello, I'm at H I V E R H U I T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at C H I L E underscore pepper on all the platforms. And this is the happy hour, only on select platforms that I'm about to list out for you. At happy hour on Twitter, happy hour pod on Instagram, youtube.com slash happy hour, and happy hour.com. Yeah, um, so we're recording this after the game against the Flyers, and holy crap, whatever. The best part about that game was Brendan Gallagher netting his 201st goal in the National Hockey League. Fifth round pick back in 1972. It's just amazing longevity of uh, Brendan Gallagher through these years. <laughs> I wonder how, I wonder what, what year was that? Like twenty. Mm, okay, he was so we, actually we, drafted. Yeah, we're in the same year. I was eighteen in twenty ten. I was gonna say twenty ten. In twenty ten. Galley in twenty ten. I think so. Hey Google, what year was Brendan Gallagher drafted? Oh my god. Downtime is Which means I can't. Fuck <laughs> you, Google. God damn it. So of course he's not. Of course Google's not gonna know that. No, I just typed it in, 2010. What year was Brendan Gallagher drafted into the NHL? I just typed it in, 2010. He's, he's, he's like a month, a month and a half younger than me. Round of the 2010 NHL draft. Why is, sure. your, why is your watch an, an Aussie? He's an Aussie dude. Fun. 
It's the best. I have the Indian woman too. She, I love her too. Jesus. But right now it's an Aussie dude. All right. Okay. Well, anyways, 201 for Brendan Gallagher. He's on a three game goal streak, it seems. Oh, if that was a streak, I think I got that right. And we have about five games to talk about since the last time we recorded. Just talking about the Philadelphia one because it sucked. It was lame. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, congratulations to Sean Farrell, Shane Farrell, Shane Sean Farrell, Farrell, Sean Farrell. Sean Farrell. Whoever, whoever he is. A uh, bit of a ghost Colin? in the game, even though he was slotted in on the second line. Uh, besides, oh boy, who Gryanov. did they? Pizzetta and Gryanov. No. No. No, not so. Pizzetta on the second line. Oh, Gryanov, though. I mean, who's who's, who's centering now that Doc's out? Uh, fucking Drouin. That's right. Oh, do, do they move him up? I don't, I'm bad with when they change lines because it. Uh, uh, I'm just talking about what what Twitter said that the starting lineup would be, and yeah. he was slotted. Oh, it was okay. I I missed that. I saw uh, Eric Engel saying that he was going to be with Bill Zeal and Pizzetta. Oh well, Eric Engel's lies, and he well, actually doesn't work what, for the okay, team. Okay, so also it was what it was apparently what Marty said during the presser before the game, but Marty lied about two things during that presser. Apparently, yeah, so. we get so much information now; it's great if we get this late breaking information <laughs> as it comes. Because what what was it? Oh yeah, they said that uh, that Turney was going to be a healthy Turney stretch. For Doc. Yeah. yeah, and then and then like an hour later, like ah, Kirby Doc's injured. Uh, Chris Tierney's taking his place. It's like oh. And and something funny that uh, one of our friends, I think a mutual friend on Twitter mentioned, like, oh, God, the injury spread from his lower body to his upper body for Kirby Doc. If you recall, flu-like symptoms in his lower body, whatever the fuck that weird presser yeah, was. He, just he so an illness that came from his lower body like, injury. Like. Right. And, a hernia will cause that. I mean, I just, I don't, I just, we didn't need to know any of it. Yeah. No. Injured, out. Yeah, he's just out. He's, he's in one piece. Whatever. If he's in different pieces, that would be That's, useful yeah, to know. That would be pertinent information. It's like upper body injury, two pieces. What? What do you mean? So, like a uh, fucking Crosby. Like, a, like one of the Matryoshka doll. Those Some, the Russian dolls that... Oh. Anyway. I think it was, during, it was during last night's game that Engels said um, that... Something had happened to him in the third period, and that's why he didn't. Oh, yeah, he got cross check in the back of the head from behind. Yeah, he's not going to be well. He um he went to uh, he went to the concussion Fire protocol, uh, but then he played in overtime. But then he went out, and yeah, then he was out. Out during overtime. I was at work until eleven p.m. Yeah, so. yeah. I um, the fuck was I doing? Oh yeah, I was coming back from Canada because it was my birthday weekend. <laughs> Dave's debauchery weekend. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I'm pretty sure I put a stripper through college last uh, this past weekend. My God, just... Good! It's your good deed. I know, it's my good, good deed. Now I don't have to do shit for the rest of the year. It's amazing. You're welcome, Sasha. <laughs> anyway, Shape Parade is a lot of fun. Bring your kids. No, don't do that. But, you know, just it's a family affair. It's fine. It's fun. It's fun. It's great. It's awesome time. Get there at, like, 10? Oh, my God. Nobody's there. It's amazing. <laughs> So much attention. <laughs> Anyways, we had um so many games, so much news as well. So let's go through the news stuff before we get into the games. Um, big piece of news: uh, Josh Anderson out for the rest of the season. That was, if anybody thought different from how his foot looked like a, you know, a play-doh. It was like 
gummy Wait. when it hit the post wow. there after Sergachev threw him down. That was ridiculous. That Tampa Bay Lightning game. Speaking of, I guess we'll talk about the game anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, the yeah, Lightning looked terrible. And I, yeah. could, I can only hope that they put it together with oh, all yeah. the press being like, oh, they look freaking yes. awful. Get it together. Only to then defeat the Leafs in a I'm sweep. Really it out. It's fine. They better oh. get it together. They better get together against the Leafs. I'm going to yeah. hold Sergachev's cat hostage until. There you go. And there you go. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see um, Jack Eye avenge. Oh yeah, Josh. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be next season is gonna be a the 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 the, the, the revenge down. tour. I felt, <laughs> I felt pretty good because the day before that game, we were talking about Drewing and Sergachev, and I said Sergachev's a dick. He's an asshole. So I'm glad we don't have him. And then he proved me right. He's a fucking dick. Yeah, he's a fucking goon, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, Ruan scored in that game as well. Yep. Second sure of the did. season. Good and for it's him. His birthday today. He has twenty-eight. Nice. Happy birthday, so Ruan! All, all, all he has to do is be two minutes late to a meeting, have his coach drag him for three days. Oh yeah. Nailed to the bench for an entire game, and then yeah. And he hasn't done a thing since. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know. I haven't looked at the stats completely yet. Oh, well. Can I say something? Sure. It's a podcast. Yeah, about that. About Drouin. Um, I had I had been meaning to. I haven't been listening to TSN 690 live on the air uh, for a while now. Just because I've got too much fucking work to do during the day. But I, I had been meaning to go back and listen to um, uh, Aaron Ward's hits on Melnick. Aaron Ward, yes. Particularly because Aaron Ward has a gay kid. And so I wanted to see what he, what what his thoughts were on all of that fucking rhymer and all that shit. And so his thoughts on that were great. But he also, the thoughts that he had on the whole Drouin debacle that we were like, kind of going like, what the hell is going on and everything last week. He just said... St. Louis did the exact right thing. He said, all of the kids in that room are looking to see how a veteran who does this shit gets treated when he's two minutes late. And he did the exact right thing. He he held him accountable. He didn't let him get away with it. He, you know, just did all of the right things because yeah. that's how, you know, the, the younger kids are going to have respect for the coach. And that's when he talked about how, um, Sutter is losing Calgary or has lost the flames. Um, but it, that was his opinion on that. But he, 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 he said it, it was all, it, Marty St. Louis handled that exactly perfectly from a player perspective and that Drouin, um, should have expected that as well. Good. God damn it. Yeah. So there <clears throat> so we were all like, why, why, why? Well, it's because he has to, he has to set a precedent that yeah. veterans are not going to be able to get away with this. And that was one of the complaints too, out of Montreal, out of, you know, despite how much everybody shot on Michel Therrien, he let PK get away with shit. And oh, yeah. He made still like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have, like I have firsthand accounts from a player that played with him that was very much like he's a 
prima donna piece of shit. And we yeah. we agree with that, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good. So speaking yeah. of players and holding them accountable, uh, Gooley, I can't believe the Montreal medical team allowed this to happen. Uh, Gooley's <laughs> out for the remainder of the season with a high knee sprain, while Anderson, as we mentioned, a high ankle sprain, both of which do not require surgery they just gotta sit around at home and you know chill out for a bit and i just yeah. i can't believe the medical staff allowed this to happen especially when dr Mulder, during the tampa game came out onto the ice with a shovel and smacked kirby doc in the back of the head i was shocked i couldn't believe that would happen no other team would allow this from their medical staff um i can't believe they had him sit the game after absolutely insane absolutely insane i would never have do that never have done that as a medical professional working for a fucking hockey team man I, if i hear any more of that storyline you're just you're, never read the replies I, I am just i'm just putting i have i have a fucking board and points on a wall that's like you said something about the medical team for the habs hmm. what a shame um, that's it a, was it was that uh, is shameful <laughs> anyway i think it was after the tampa game that i was listening to the post game show and it was mitch or Sean. And Sean was and like, Mitch. I can't believe. No, I don't know. No, they're they're both like, we are so over all of the fucking medical doctors on yeah. his Twitter. It's yeah. just like. <laughs> Good. We should be on the post game show. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like, it's thought... pretty much the happy hour with fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least live, I should say. <laughs> we'll do a live show sometime. I'll figure, yeah, out, I'll, I'll figure out the tech for it. Ugh. Jesus Christ. It's probably hard. Mm. Okay, what else happened? Um, uh, uh, because uh, Doc and Gallagher are coming back, so Anthony Rashard goes back to the Rocket. Um, the Rocket, by the way, not the Veer, hard left. They are in the fight of their lives getting into the playoffs. Mentioned it last week. It's still yeah. apparent this week. There is a three-team race for the last slot in the North Division for the playoffs, and the Rocket are in a dead heat with that, with the Cleveland Monsters and the... Syracuse Crunch. New Brunswick Admiral Pusses. <laughs> I, I have no idea who the fuck they are. Um, Bridgeport, actually? I could be wrong. Okay. Oh, wait a second. Uh, oh, the Belleville Senators. That's who they are. My oh. bad. Oh. I forgot they existed. <sighs> so, <laughs> anyways. Um, I mean, the the Rocket are actually playing a game tonight against the Manitoba Moose. It is in the yeah, third period. They're doing pretty good. Third period currently, 4-2 to two for the Rocket. Emil Heineman with two goals tonight for the he Rocket. Is, we love Emil. He's a bit of a... Guy's a bit of a, you know, he he plays. You know, he's either very savvy just or he's getting lucky, but whatever it is, I think he's on a two or three game goal streak. Again, him. we are not an AHL podcast. We are the Habs podcast. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think know. you shared this, Beth. Yes, in the From in the, the country. That's what I got excited about before right before we started. Jeff Gordon at OC Dickley Negociation avec Cole Caulfield said they will be Et se dit confiant que le dossier va continuer de bien évoluer avec un petit sourire. Belle oui. Évoluer. Okay, what's the translate tweet? Yep. Jeff Gordon also said... going well. 
then negotiations with Cole Caulfield are going well. He's confident that the file will continue to evolve well with a naughty slash teasing smile. Who said that? Mark Antoine? Mark Andre no. Perrault. Oh, okay, okay. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's cool. I just feel like yeah. Cole Caulfield, like, listen, I would like $8 million and three dirt bikes. And they're like, no dirt bikes. And they're like, well, and $5 million and no dirt bikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yep nope that's yeah that's deal. uh that is yes. one of the rfas for the halves for sure yeah on mm. top of um well those are the rfas that's the important one an important ufas paul byron sean monahan oh boy and uh, jonathan drouin mm-hmm. there's a lot of that and then whatever the fuck pierre-luc dubois decides to do with his contract coming to an end as well yeah. and people are so on top of that I'll pass. Bro. Holy pass. cow. Pass. I didn't realize the guy's only 23. Yeah. He's a kid. And he's problematic everywhere he goes. Well, look at where he played. Columbus, Winnipeg, both places are pretty much cesspools of the worst possible. Well, Chicago. He hasn't played in Chicago, at least. Yeah, a fucking professional. Yeah. Well, I mean, he hasn't skipped a uh, team meeting. <clears throat> Two minutes left. Two minutes. <laughs> then he fucking scored two goals. Yeah, well, there we go. Uh, Canadians celebrated indigenous cultures on uh, Saturday night. That was for the Columbus Blue Jacket game where they killed, murdered the murdered. last place team in the NHL in stunning, embarrassing fashion. I was there. I was also high as a kite. Oh, yeah, you were. That's right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, um, what is it like to be high at a hat? Woo! Let me tell you. So I had um, I had two pieces of uh, edible candy. And I was like, all right, this is all right. I get to the security, oh, right? So it took, you know, 20 minutes by Metro, 10 minutes to Metro, 20 minutes to the, at the actual Bell Center. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at the security guard. I'm like, why does he want to, me to take my money out of my pocket? I don't know what it was. I was like, this is new to me. But I was... I was, woo, I, I was going for it. Third period. I didn't watch the first 10 minutes of the third period because I was hunched over in the side. Oh, like, no. I am really high right you can't now. You can have two candies. I thought, well, you know, I was looking at the, I was looking at the measurements and I was like, ah, oh, how yeah, much do I take of no, the other no, stuff? No. And I was like, mm, I'm you just going to take, take like a bowl. two hours ahead of time. Listen, there was eight of those things in the package oh, thingy. Shit, son. And I took two of them. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. now I know I only need one. Good game though. You're not a large person. From what I from what I recall, uh, it was fucking fun. It was fun. Yeah, was they fun. murdered them. I couldn't believe it. I was like, damn, this is really it, it was, shit. the first period ended even, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. It was yeah. well, I think they were well. Either way, with yeah. that becoming a barn burner, and did not expect like, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Everybody scored. It was like, I it was like the, I scored a goal. It was yeah, the worst possible time to be high because I think a lady was escorted out of because we were in the four hundreds. Like I think a lady got escorted out for flashing the camera or something. Oh shit! Like I like I remember the security guard being like, "Hey!" And I look up, fetching young woman. I was like, "Holy crap!" Those were almost out, and I'm like, "Almost." What, what did I fair. miss? But me being like, you know. Cheech and Chonging it. I was like, damn. Cool. <laughs> anyway, it was a good time, though. It's always a good time at the Bell Center. Uh, 
Importantly, as mentioned, Indigenous Celebration Night at the Bell Center, they had special jerseys uh, put up in very Those were beautiful. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yes. Oh, yeah, as so, always. The freaking um, Calgary Flames, the Calgary Flames. So the Calgary, these are, it's their pride jerseys, but um, there are rumors from people who know things on Twitter that um, they're going to be selling t-shirts of their pride jerseys. And I'm like, if the Habs would make so much money, all hockey teams would oh, make yeah. so much money if they sold their, especially oh, yeah. their warm-up shirt jerseys or shirts yeah, um, for both Pride Night, Indigenous Night. And um, I think it's, is it the Canucks? The Canucks have so many like cultural. Um, every game. Every, like it, it does feel like every game, like they did. Um, oh, what is the color, the color festival um, for do they do they do a whole i think it was holy no i don't know they, anyway i'm shit max on. max isn't here i could ask him before i dig myself into a hole. but like the canucks always have like gorgeous warm-up jerseys for like all of these different things like all of these holidays and um special occasions and stuff for different cultures and like the fans want them and you can like i know like the auctions for the jerseys like go to charity whatever and i'm like they could still make a lot of money for charity if they sold them as t-shirts Oh yeah, I don't they, understand um, why the teams don't do this. They, because hmm, I have pride have stuff like my hat. Love my hat. Well, I have my mug. Okay, well, honestly, the, the the Habs pride jerseys have been rather lackluster. I've been talking to some of my uh, queer patriots about this. Um, just like norm, a lot of times it's just like the flag and the logo while other teams do like really fun stuff with like the um yeah. like the calgary ones they uh it's um uh, like uh nature stuff and like birds and plants that are um native to alberta but done um in colors based off of the pride flag and they're gorgeous and i really hope that they sell them because i want one um but like the the habs indigenous night um jerseys like those are beautiful they are beautiful I love them and i want a shirt or something that has it on there um, but like, oh, and like, a lot of teams throughout the NHL, they're like, okay, you can maybe, um, if you are in the upper echelon of our fans, you can potentially auction, you can purchase this jersey at auction. Otherwise, you're fucked. Have fun with the picture. That's it. <laughs> you know who else had a great uh, pride jersey? Florida Panthers. Yes. Florida Panthers. And that's when Mark Stahl lied and the fucking his Oh, brother. yeah. That was a weird thing. I've never, ever worn a pride jersey in my life. It's like, dude, that was not a Skittles jersey in Montreal. <laughs> sure, nope, that's not me. Yeah, I, like, I, I, so fucking weird. Like, I've, man, it's like, I loved I Mark Stahl. And now I'm like, fuck him, idiot. Just, yeah, like, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. If you're a bigot, you're a fucking moron. See you later. Yeah. Jesus. And it's, it's. It's it's what we were talking about last week. The same thing with James Reimer. It's like don't hide behind your fucking book oh, of so shit. Yeah. And what's amazing that about that? Other rules that you don't fucking follow to guide your entire you know life. And also don't hide like, behind your fucking book. Just sit it out and just be a bigot. I'd have more respect for you. And like they come from a country where like queer people have been more widely accepted. And been able to live their lives and have rights and freedoms that they deserve as human fucking beings um for 
years and years longer than the United States. Like, grow the fuck up. Well, you know what I think about that? I just, I wish. They probably secretly want to kiss a guy. I wish that, like, if if a player didn't want didn't want to participate, they didn't participate, but it wasn't like a whole spectrum coming out of it because they're centering the wrong thing. Yeah. And then it's like uh, Pierre Lebron had a really good article about it in The Athletic stating how, you know, these players tried to, you know, not necessarily make it about themselves, but, you know, sort of did. But then the team still went out and did the right thing. And the team mates still went out and did the right, not the right thing, but it's yeah. just like, just, I have never met a man confident in his own sexuality, confident about his heter- heterosexuality, confident about who he is, who has any fucking problem with gay people or trans people or what, what the fuck ever. <laughs> Reimer has a small penis. What it shows like, whenever he speaks. Fi- what the fuck do you care? Yeah, why is it such a big deal to you that you have to bring God into it and the Bible and like, make yourself out not only to be like just to be better than, but also delegitimizing yeah. all of these people? Like you're delegitimizing them. Like I have like, issues. Who the fuck are you? Like I have issues with the police and the military and honestly my country, the country that I live in as a whole. So I don't participate in the Star Spangled Banner and I generally don't participate in the military and police recognition when I go to sporting events um I don't make a big deal of it I just sit there I'm polite I'm not rude yeah I just but I just sit there I just don't participate and if other people don't like it that's fine nobody has ever said anything to me about it and if they do I don't give a shit I, I am perfectly allowed to sit my ass in my fucking seat that I paid for um I call a plastic chair and sit my $19 coke and wait for yeah. the clapping to be done. Yeah. It, it's 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 your thing, right? But you're not trying to you, it, by doing that, you're not like by not at being an active participate pent, you're not um deliberately like saying that these people don't count. Yeah. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make it about my I'm not making it about myself. I yeah. Like, it's not about, it's not about me. It's not. Because it is, it does, it comes across as preachy. I'm not doing this because the Bible said these people are bad. So it it comes across as too, like, it's, it's, it's a double intention. There are so many players who are Jewish and Muslim and probably, and probably other religions that don't get talked about because we are so inundated with the whole white christian dude that plays hockey and like i'm and like my thing is like why do we never hear you speak about this at any other time don't see you saying a prayer before you shoot the puck there pal Yeah, like you work on sundays you um a lot like you wear mixed fabrics never seen Um, a lot of ash wednesday during hockey ever Never see players going out onto the ice with a fucking cross on their forehead, ever. And do we? I wonder. I wonder who is Catholic. That's that'd be interesting. Or and that's the whole thing too. Is that they're that um, by bringing the Bible into it, it's it's kind of putting themselves above. Uh, you know, I'm 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 untouchable 
because the Bible, this is my book and I do what it says and this is all this stuff. But it's also like you're trying to say that there's something wrong with these people and and, and twisting it into a thing that it is not. Like Brian Burke said on Saturday night, nobody's asking you to sign a form or convert to fucking homosexuality by Mm -hmm. putting on a jersey that says everybody's welcome here. That's yeah. what it is. They've twisted into it into this other thing so that they can then have their excuse to yeah. for their bigotry. Exactly. Like there are um like if they had like a like a Muslim like recognition night or a Sheikh night or a like a something for a Jewish holiday, like Passover is the next week. And whatever like i know at least i think it's in, i think it's mormons like you're not allowed to wear like emblems from another religion or whatever whatever um right. but it makes me wonder like how many of these people opting out of the pride night jerseys would be so quick to say oh i can't i can't or i won't do this due to my religious beliefs like but we see like all of these other players who are from other religions being like oh yeah it's fine give it to me put it i'll put it on it's they're literally paying customers. You're the fucking product. You're the fucking entertainment. Exactly. You know, like it's it's it, it, and 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 so they had to bastardize the whole concept of hockey is for everyone because they are just so fucking insecure. Like nobody's asking you to endorse and Mark and fucking Eric Stahl. It's not a choice. It's not how people choose. It's a shit. If sexuality was a choice, no one would like men. So <laughs> just saying, yeah, like I didn't you know anyway, my life more complicated than I'm already brown. I already am a woman. I already have mental health problems and I already live in the United States. I'm not going to be like, oh, let's add something else. Yeah. Let's add this thing that's going to marginalize me and make people yeah. treat me like shit and possibly put my life in danger and all of this yeah. other shit. Like, let's choose to do let's that. Choose. Like, I mean, like, I masochism is, all, is fine and dandy, but, like, not to that level. Anyway, dead to me. Yes. Dave, are you, are you, are you good? Yeah. I'm straight and white. <laughs> I can pretty much sum up everything in saying everybody that doesn't like gay people can go jump off a fucking cliff and die. Fuck them conversation over their opinions no matter if it's based on their own personal experience or faith which is also bad can go fuck off your opinions do not matter because these people exist they've existed for thousands of years they've existed before the fucking bible and they're still gonna keep fucking the way that i want to i'm sick of it (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. James Reiner can go get hit by a fucking bus and lose another playoff round for all I care. If you if you if you disagree with gay sex, don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Gay sex seems super lame to me. You don't Problem see me solved. wearing a shirt about it. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> don't want to get gay married? Don't get gay married. Don't get gay married. God. Pretty easy. I want to see somebody being forced to gay marry. And I'm like, wow, this is really traumatic. Not going to happen. <laughs> I read a fan fiction about um, Reimer and Mark Stahl having to get married. I don't think anybody should get, ma- get married. Just FYI. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a grift. Marriage is a grift. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to go totally I'm gonna get back into my, um, my middle school fan fiction writing. 
and um, for tax tax and insurance purposes, Reimer and Mark Stahl are going to have to get married. Meshack uh, with the empty goal for Laval. That's probably their whole hang-up. Yeah. But secretly, they want to be gay married and have gay sex. It's amazing what uh, gets searched for in the, uh, not Beltway, the southern states when it comes to porn. Whole lot of butt stuff. Whole lot of butt stuff. Butt stuff. According to, you know... Pornhub, which I think are a good... And I haven't watched that documentary, by the way. I still haven't either. No, I haven't either. Anyway, Promo gets sent down... Promo gets sent back down to the rocket. New news. So he's down. See you later, pal. Thanks for the the loss. You're out. Uh, The Rocket Rocket win their game. They are now back in the playoffs for the AHL. Good for them. But they have to keep winning. They have... Oh, God, I don't know how many games left. Eight? Something like that? Not very many. Uh, where are they at? Uh, games remaining eight, uh, maybe seven after tonight because these websites are so Oops. wonky. Either way, it didn't. Can you guys did, hear me? Is this? My, yes, my, we can hear you. What's going on? <laughs> I'm, who are we talking about? The rocket or the house? The rocket. Yeah. Let's just oh, talk okay. about the rocket. Game okay. okay. goes to the rocket. Rocket win their game. They're back in the playoffs. Habs are not in the playoffs by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. They're actually eliminated officially tonight. I think. Yes. So that big question has now been put to rest. We can now focus solely on the draft. Finally, (laughs) we are we are late to the party, apparently. Uh, Uh, And Jordan Decker, I owe him 200 bucks. The hell did you do? Um, I bet him. Well, so at the beginning of the season, I made a joke about how I bet. No. How I was going to laugh my ass off when the Habs made the playoffs. Yeah. And he made a bet and I took it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to have to pay in installments. He's He's been tweeting me. Yeah. Jordan Necker, <laughs> yeah. if you're listening. Uh, I'm good for it. She is good I'm, for it. I'm not. I just don't know like how soon I'm getting like, you know, it's tax season and all that shit right now. Mm-hmm. I got money left over from Chez Paré that I got to figure out how to exchange because all the exchange places were fucking closed on the way back here. Yeah. That is such a pain in the ass. I swear to Christ, man. Oh, my God. Such a pain. Because um, Bank of America doesn't just do it for you. They need a certain manager. They need to fill out fucking paperwork. Oh, my God. I'd rather kill. Not myself. Anyway. What's the worst name? Bank of America or Royal Bank of Canada? Bank of America, easily. Bank of America. Is that worse? Yeah. Easily, yeah. Easily. Um, so my local, I just got an email from my local AHL team. Um, they're having re- regrettable tattoo weekend Friday and Saturday. Um, you have one? Jesus. A regrettable tattoo? No. Yeah. I don't I don't regret any of my tattoos. No. However, now's the time. Now's the time. <laughs> um, but they're the Norfolk Admirals on search for the most regrettable tattoo in Hampton Roads. That's what they call the metropolitan area of seven cities I live in. Um, if you think you have a good one, enter the contest before Friday. The winner gets a free tattoo removal from a local tattoo removal place. I have a girlfriend. I've never seen this. Like, why I have a promo? I have a girlfriend who, at the age of 14, no, at the age of 14, tramp stamp. 
No. Okay, good. She got into the back of this dude's van and she got a tattoo of a tiger across her breast. A tiger. 14 years old. Fantastic. Huge. Oh my gosh. And um, it was just like a big, like, like I was anyway. She showed it to me. It was no. like n- good work for the back of a van, quite honest, honestly. But fourteen years old, and when she was like thirty-five, she got it removed. Most painful experience of her life, and it took like several sessions. Yeah, and it doesn't look brand new after. All I'm thinking about is uh, the tattoo scene from Bridesmaids. I think it's I think it's Bridesmaids. Sure. Was that before or after the, the um the one time so I don't quite recall <laughs> Was that before or after the uh, the ass bleaching? Uh, yeah. It's before. It's before that. All right, yeah. I remember okay. the, the, the diarrhea the in the bathroom. With the British the, the British the British roommate the girl British roommate gets like the tattoo on her back in a van and um it looks she like puts like a bag of frozen peas on it or she's trying to but then like falls off. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't hmm. know. I think it's bridesmaid. Somebody will correct us. Yeah. You're probably yelling at us right now. Uh, let's see. Sean Farrell, Shane Farrell, Sean Farrell. Yeah. Three-year contract signed, right? Oh, yeah, over the weekend. Yes. Uh, entry level, but at over a million dollars, which I thought was kind of weird because usually entry-level contracts are like, you know, not over a million. So I'm kind of wondering what happened there or if entry-level contracts can be whatever the hell you want. It doesn't have to be league minimum. So this guy got an entry-level contract above the league minimum, from what I can tell. And uh, yeah, I guess his uh, career started today. Unless he played in Buffalo, but I don't think he did. Um, I don't think he played um, in Buffalo. So, hold on, how old is this? Because this, okay, this is from 2020, but it says the maximum salary is 925000 Yeah. Yeah, so that's weird. I got that from the the Habs uh, news uh, article saying that it's like uh it was like one million one hundred twenty five thousand instead of like the uh, the league minimum entry level contract. I wonder what Cap Friendly has to say about that. Yeah. Cap Friendly, yeah. That's As of twenty twenty two, Cap Friendly says nine hundred twenty five thousand. Oh, but they can over- they can include signing and performance bonuses, so the player may can make an amount that exceeds the 925, but there are still limits to that. The signing bonuses, according to Cap Friendly, may not exceed 10% of the contract's total, and that is paid to the players annually. Um, that probably maths out then. 2.85 yeah. million. Interesting. It's also, I don't know, actually, if that also, I don't know. Performance bonuses don't count towards salary cap. And apparently, uh, wins. Um, yes. And, and apparently the maximum potential pull performance bonus is only 25 grand only oh. so only. Get, Imagine. Those, get those points boy oh wow something else anyway good for him yeah. uh next is Nuki. nhl's second Yay. star of the week eight good points in three games holy shit he's also re- he also reached the 200 point mark last week good for him <laughs> Missed on the fucking shootout last night. Yeah, again. Again. We can talk about that, too, because that was a wild time against Buffalo. Buffalo, who are dying to get into the playoffs for the first time since, I don't know, before COVID. Anyway, before the Trump administration. First time since, I don't know when. 
it's been like 11, 12 years, something like that. Long time. At least a decade. Funny enough. Darlene has still hasn't been to the playoffs. Neither has Eichel. Neither has Eichel. But now Eichel will be probably going to the playoffs with the Golden Knights. So good for him. So um, the thing about Buffalo that I always like to think about is that um, I, um, I like it when things don't change. Leafs eliminated in the first round all the time, naturally. Buffalo never making it to the playoffs, no matter how hot the beginning of the season is for them. Because remember, they usually have these 8 or 10 or 12 game winning streaks, and then they fuck it up. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it every time. Awesome. Yeah. In 2020, this thing called COVID-19 happened, ended the NHL season, for those that don't remember. Um, so the season was suspended on March something. Um, the Habs at that time were sitting at a 50% win rate, which was the cutoff for getting into the playoff bubble that later resumed later that year. The team that was at like, I don't know, 49 or 48% were the Sabres. And the Sabres were supposed to play against the Habs the very next game in the regular season if it was allowed to continue. So, Habs could have won that game, whatever. Or the Sabres could have, and they could have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Fast forward... Fast forward to March 27, 2023. Buffalo is aching for a playoff spot and go up against the Habs, the lowly, dreary Habs. And they are forced to a shootout. Buffalo gets a point, but they need two. Oh, they need those two points. Montana St. Louis in the shootout does what any you know coach of the halves would do. And that is uh all right, yeah, we're gonna get uh we're gonna get Nick Suzuki out there. Misses. Oh god. Nick Suzuki can't score a shootoff goal to save his life anymore. It's it's over. Can't do it ever again. Uh Jonathan Drouin saved. Okay, whatever. Then things went off the fucking rails. Mike Matheson. Takes a shot. Saved. Then Jack Quinn for Buffalo scores. Oh, shit. Now it's sudden death. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Next up, Jesse Ilonen. Okay. Makes more sense. Offensive guy. Kind of fancy when he wants to be. Maybe not known for it, but still, there are other options. Scores a goal. Jesse Ilonen. Followed yeah. by Casey Middlestad. Miss. Then, Jonathan Kovacevic. Another defenseman. Goes into, goes for the shootout goal. And I don't know what the hell he was trying to do, but he just ended up running into yeah. um, it's just like, whoever it was crash. there. Comrie. That's the guy's name. Comrie there. Yeah. Followed by Dylan Cousins, who Jay, who Jake Allen says no to. And then, God damn it. If Martin St. Louis doesn't put out fucking Michael Pazetta for the shootout. Like you have Raphael Javi Pinard, you have you have Denis Gurianov, you have Gallagher, Chris Turney, Jake Evans probably would have been great. Kirby Doc if he could have played as well. You got like you know our our, our goal scorers, Michael fucking Pizzetta with his fucking hair, skates out there, nets it, and then rides the stick in celebration. 
you know, finger gunning along the way. Yes. Just. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So perfect. Wild. I love him so much. I absolutely love him wild. so much. Italian stallion. I thought my favorite shootout winning goal was when Ilya Kovalchuk won it in Jersey and told yeah. the crowd to. I thought that was the best one. No. Nope. This might be it because of it. simply how unnecessary it had to be <laughs> for everyone in Buffalo that was like, oh, no. Granted, lots of Habs fans there at the same time, but good for Michael Pazetta. And I felt I felt it like my boyfriend's like old school hockey dude. Mm. Like he's like he always gets mad when people are just like swish, 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 mm -hmm. swish. Just like just fucking drive in there and fucking shoot the puck. And that's exactly what Pizzetta did. And like as soon as I saw him just going, I was like, oh, he's going to score. Mm -hmm. And not only that, like the Tiger Williams thing. Yep. Um, the Tiger Williams thing. It was just it was so perfect. He was so happy, and his teammates loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah. This team. Oh, they fucking loved it. It is. Oh, my God. It, it's a bit of a talk of what's going on. Is that this team ain't that good. They can be. No. But they're having a lot of fun. And apparently, according to Reddit, I read this on Reddit somewhere, is that um, uh, folks around the league, players included, are, are have their eyes on Martin St. Louis and what he's doing with the team. So maybe it'll, maybe it will be finally a good place to play for, since Montreal for the longest time was not is decried as too heavy of a place to play or something bullshit like I that. I think a lot of that honestly has to do with also like Anglo Anglo quote unquote um, management. I think a lot of that has to do. I think I think that in a way um, players who you know, didn't necessarily have any kind of roots in Montreal or know how to speak French or, you know, that kind of thing. They might have felt kind of like, you know, kind of like that's almost going to play for another country kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that um, Kent Hughes and Jeff Gorton have kind of softened that part of the culture for a lot of for a lot of people. Very, I mean, you've got like fucking Paul Caulfield, Nick Suzuki, like all of these like, you know. Previously, Shea Weber and Carey Price were a huge draw, but like you've got like these like super exciting young talent. That it's a rebrand. Best ice in the NHL again. That's it's, right. That oh it's, yeah, it's another thing. The NHLPA Players Voters Awards. First time I haven't seen Carey Price mentioned in one of those. Yeah, that's too yeah. bad. Oh. But uh, yeah, he was there oh, Saturday. But, but now. But now the the Habs in general are they just they feel a lot more approachable. Yeah. And they're shapery. They're shapery. <laughs> they're shapery. They're shapery. It's it's amazing, man. Some of these ladies, man, they fucking make bank. I can't believe it. Oh, like she's coming out again. Bam, hooked on somebody else. Wow. Good job. Oh my god. Incredible. Incroyable. I have a friend who was a dancer for four years <laughs> and she just, she went to dance in Japan. She oh. came back, she fucking bought a house, bang, bought, paid, no mortgage, you know, bought herself a yoga business. Like, and like in, J in, in Japan, it's like a totally different thing too. So much money. So much money. That's so awesome. much money. 
Them, uh, them Japanese and any tourists, they can spend. They can spend. Yeah. Yeah. They can spend. So yeah. we might we might as well just become a strip club podcast at this point. I will go to all of them. <laughs> Get they, pay for, they pay for university. Yeah, seriously. You fucking made it ridiculous. She bought a house in Burnaby, not Vancouver, but outright. Yeah. Outright. Easy. That's awesome. I'm proud of your friend. I'm proud of you too as well, but I'm also proud of Veronica's friend. Yay! Yeah. I have a more. I'm gonna have to. I'm working till I'm dead. I'm never gonna retire. Damn it! Just a point. Damn it! Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I ain't no dancer. I keep. I keep seeing things on TikTok, and it's like all of these like, um, like people getting closer to retirement age, and they're like, I can't retire, so my end of life care plan is to go to prison. Yeah, they're like free rent, I, free food. I, food paid for rent paid for because a lot of times like if you are destitute or whatever or like they'll, oh, they take they take away your assets if you um like i need and if you need some if you need financial support for end of life care so they take yeah. away all your assets so then like your family doesn't get even what you had well yeah. look i listen i have not done research this is just what these people that are on tiktok talking about this are saying yeah tiktok I'm, I'm sucks no means an expert i'm not an expert there's, yeah there's there's a bill with being incarcerated According to what was I watching? John Stewart. And he said the problem with incarceration. And yeah, people that, you know, are eventually let out because they've reached the end of their, you know, uh, their sentence. Yeah. And they finally, you know, get whoever it is that mentions, okay, yeah, they're fine. They can be released back into society. There, there's, there's, there is a debt that they have to pay back at some point to everything that they that they accumulate like somebody said they got out and they're like they owed eighty thousand dollars to the no, penitentiary that's fucking bullshit. oh, oh well ooh, ooh, watch yourself that episode of john stewart it was quite eye-opening because I, I had no idea something. that that sort of stuff happened now of course all the righties were like yeah we're getting money back it's like well they need to do that anyway mm. but let's talk about some games on the fucking board 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 of governors or whatever of the prisons they're all fucking oh yeah it's, it's a grift that are making bank it's a yeah. grift everything's a grift i can't yeah. i can't i can't for-profit prisons oh yeah america jesus christ if, if you're not gonna pay taxes you're gonna pay some other way 13, 13th is a very good um 13th was full of like i'm embarrassed by everything that i did not know um, but 13th, the documentary on Netflix and the culture of incarceration. Oh, um, yeah. Black people. And mm. it's like the first thing that they did to them after they freed them as slaves, but they threw them all in prison. They threw them all into jail. And that's what I was saying to Robbie. Like, this shit is it's so like the white supremacy thing. It's like white supremacy. It's the Puritan what way. What you did was come over and fucking steal land and you were too lazy to work it. And you got these people to do it all for you, do all your work for you. They're fucking better at sports. They're better looking. They're better at music. They're better at dancing. You know, like, the food is better. The, the food is better. It's just like, I, it, it, it's this whole thing. It's like this, what the whole white supremacy thing is such a lie. Such a lie. Yeah, it you is. Know, that's like getting sunburned. Congratulations. Have fun with the skin cancer. The um 
Yeah, it's a wonder that we've we've been around for so long. I say we as like the royal we, the white we. All you did was fucking be lazy and steal land, and you think that you're better than everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, no, dude. Nope. Anyway, I feel very strongly about it. I've been I've been saying it ever since the whole ever since 2016, and I've been telling I've been telling you the states it's been white supremacy for a while. You look at Oklahoma City bombing. I never realized the first, never, the first very naive. I'm very sorry. The first World Trade Center bombing. Those were all Nazis or if not that white supremacists. It's been around for a while. Charles Lindbergh, if he won the presidency before World War Two, <laughs> it'd be a completely different country. Oh, there were Nazi shit. rallies in Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden, New York City, Nazi fucking swatch to cut in MSG. I mean, I get it, the Rangers now, but anyway, um, that was just the case, though. I mean, it was, it's it's prevalent. It's in the fucking Blues Brothers as a gag. Illinois Nazis. Fucking Illinois Nazis. I hate those guys. The um, But further to that, they're allowed to do that. Can't have a drag show, though. No. It's coming down the pipe. Heavens no. Going to have a reckoning soon. Tampa Bay loses to the Canadians, uh, three to two, last week. Oh yeah, March twenty-one. Um, Kirby Doc, Jonathan Drouin, and Mike Matheson, uh, goal scorers. Uh, Brian Point and Pat Marin, up uh, Maroon. Sorry, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I just yeah, the 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 Lightning looked terrible it in was, that game, but also was, yeah, the Habs. Man, when Doc. And Suzuki are the one-two for the center position, yeah. dude. That's a one. Yeah. It, it levels the playing field so well for the Habs for the top six. There, yeah. it's really nice. But didn't last is forever. It is it me or are the Lightning getting old? The Lightning are well, old. They also traded the longest seasons of all of the teams for like the last fucking five years. That's true too. Long playoffs, not a lot of time off, and, and they are old. Yeah. But they better fucking get it back together. The other thing is that the Leafs have have been pretty, they've been kind of shitty, kind of iffy. Yeah. At a time where they shouldn't be looking iffy. Well, that's what happens when you trade half your team for half of a new team a month before the playoffs and you don't get a fucking goalie. Wasn't Mameso saying that about Buffalo the other night too, saying that they're just a goalie away from being decent? Or if it was Maybe. someone else during the intermission. I was listening to the radio on the way back from Montreal. So right, I can't, right, right, right. can't remember who it was. Yeah, Momo, he I talks in the first intermission. Mm-hmm. Momo's cool. Uh, yeah, game, against the, game against the Bruins. Habs get two power play goals against the Bruins. Imagine. <laughs> Nick Suzuki oh, and Kirby Doc uh, for the goals. But oh, they, yeah, the Bruins game. We didn't even talk about those motherfuckers. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the Bruins. Oh, yeah, what a fucking mess of a game that was. Like, Just, just call the game. I can't even get into a ref rant right now. We don't have enough fucking time. But call the game. No. Buy the book. The book's there. The Bible doesn't. The, uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be. So, you can be selective with the Bible. You can't be selective with the NHL rulebook. NHL rulebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. I didn't realize that Ottawa flummoxed the Lightning 7-2 to two last week as well. Mm. Holy shit. Anyways. Bruins defeat the Habs, um, uh, yeah, four to two, yeah, whatever, and look decent. What's, the Habs. Jake Evans being back is amazing as well. 
Yes. Now, the game on Saturday that we talked about against the Blue Jackets, um, remarkable stat, stat, the Blue Jackets won 62% of their face-offs that game. But as we know, they, they got fucking murdered. Um, Brendan Gallagher scores. Uh, Rafael Harvey Pinar, his hat trick in the second period. Yes! That's the second time in my life that I've seen Rafael Harvey Pinar score a hat trick, which I can't think of like the last time that would ever happen. Yeah. If ever? I can't. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit, he just got the hat trick and I'm flying right now. <laughs> Did you throw your hat? No, I was not wearing my own hat. I didn't. Oh. No, no, no. The okay, so I borrowed um, a hat. Those, there's those um, there. I, I think I see them on TikTok all the time. I I don't know if they're on other platforms, but there are some Fragophone um, Habs fans that are on TikTok and they love RHB. They love him, and naturally, um, he's so. Yeah. But they like interview people with like a microphone like taped to a hockey stick, which I think is like a thing that several people do. But um, there was a they, they were like outside of the Bell Center. Habs TV. They, no, it would no. They were freaking. I Habs. I thought Habs TV was Anglo. I don't know. Maybe it was Habs TV. No, I don't because I don't think it had. Anyway, it was somebody else. I don't. It's think bilingual it Habs TV. It is. It is okay. I don't know. But yeah. there was there's this guy like he like he just loves RHP so much, and he was like yelling at people like about uh, still having their hats on outside the bell center after rhp got his hat trick they're like why <laughs> he's like why do you still have your hat on like but he was it was in french um but i was like yes you tell him you tell him get rid of it you can go after the game and get it back or at least you used to be able to i don't know i thought that the either the yeah. player that's where they got donated to charity oh and somebody threw somebody threw like a stuffed animal like a stuffed toy <laughs> there's there's all kinds of stuff somebody threw a shirt somebody but it's just like how can you not be happy for him? Oh yeah, exactly. that guy. He's he's training camp. That'll be his next hurdle. Um, he's Alex... leading Martin Saint Louis. Absolutely no choice. Oh yeah, no no. He's he's on the top line of the Habs. Yeah. This Quebecer yeah. from yeah. middle of nowhere, Quebec, which is actually uh, actually where where is he from? Where is he from? Shikudimi. He is. He is from, he's from uh Saguenay. Sag Saguenay. Saguenay, Saguenay, yeah, that's out Saguenay. there. That's out. Yeah. That's way out there. It's like a six-hour drive from Montreal. Yeah. Like that's what. What do they call that? The um... like you have to be careful driving that road. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what they call I've it. I've the TikTok, but I've liked so many TikToks today. Um. Also, Alex Belzeal again, another great story with the Habs. Uh, Qu Quebecer as well, yes. and Nick Suzuki with the eighth goal. Man, oh man, freaking killed him. Of course, who had minuses on the team? Uh, Joel Edmondson, Jonathan Drouin, and Denis Gurianov. Uh, Drouin with went pointless in this game. What? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess we're just gonna have to put him away again. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. Back in the cupboard you go. Yeah, back in the cupboard. <laughs> Uh, yep. Game against the Sabers happened. That was embarrassing for the Sabers. Flyers. That was today. Embarrassing for everybody involved. And I want to know why Red Pit like has been a healthy scratch for three games. I am not happy about this. Yeah, uh, weird. I had to play the kid. Yeah. Had to keep um Ellen and in. Turns. I know, but. Yeah. We're coming up on 300 episodes of the Happy Hour, by the way. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it'll it'll happen next season, but 
We're at 272 right now. And also, thank you listeners, we have topped 70,000 plays on oh, Anchor yeah. since we started on Anchor. So that doesn't even include when we were on SoundCloud no, back in yeah, the shit. fucking dark ages. Jesus Christ, back in the back in the day. Veronica, you were right. It was Habs TV. Somebody else. It was it was on Twitter, not TikTok. Yes. Somebody else retweeted it, but it wasn't Habs TV. It was a, wasn't the original video. I'm sending it to the DMs. It's very good. And yes. I'll retweet it again. Okay. Okay. And uh we're out of time. We're out of time. We're getting to talk about TV or go. I have not been watching anything new because I have been working ridiculous. Hours. Oh my god. I hate myself. I'm, I've been watching Love is Blind season four. Sometimes you need some brain candy. It's okay. Yeah. All right. That's McDonald's. Yeah. As according to Jim Gaffigan. Yes. That's just McDonald's. Oh, no, I... oh, and I saw the season finale of Shrinking David. Did you? Yeah. I haven't oh, watched anything yet, but it's They're in trouble. You're going to love it. Oh, what I, a good I can, show. I can guarantee you're going to love it. Veronica liked it from the get-go. It took me like two or three episodes, but after that, from I was like, "From the start, I loved it." I've, I've, just, I've got a thing for Jason Segel. Dave, you're like you're like a cat. You got to warm up to things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for those of you, for those of you not watching, Dave did a cat impression. <laughs> you making making biscuits? Yes. <laughs> or my cat when I walk by. He yeah. wants to be oh my, my, my ankles are destroyed <laughs> because of my cat. He loves to hunt them. <laughs> like, I see you. I see you. Like, fuck. <laughs> Slut, not like I don't see you. Jesus awesome. Christ. She's a character. All right. Next game yeah. is Thursday night against Florida, which is going to be a fucking A. That's going to be a game. Is that yeah, the Pride fun. Night? Is that When is the Haps Pride Night? It's coming. Can we already have it? No. No, I don't think we did. We haven't had any players say that they didn't want to pl- wear them. So they would not. Nobody. Nobody. No. That's the other thing. Is Watch Nick sh- Suzuki. Only shitty players take <laughs> off his pride jersey and set it on fire. <laughs> Flip off a gay pride flag and just like walk out. It's like, oh my god, Never that happened. was unexpected. He's too, cool. <laughs> He's too cool. He's too confident. Suzuki's like, I stand by my son's decisions. And Rob Suzuki's <laughs> like, well, I don't. Divorce. And it's, oh, my God. I can go on with this. I can keep riffing. No, um, no, I I know like we said, the younger, the younger kids are just like, yeah. what's your fucking hang-ups, you bunch of fucking boomers? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've heard a couple of um, Montreal fans talking about it, but I forget what the date, but the date is. But they said it's coming up, but they haven't had it yet. But Google is not helpful. Okay. So cool. If I find it, I'll post about it. But that's like if Vancouver didn't have Pride Night. Like half of Vancouver, the population here, like we've got like a huge, huge um queer population here. It's like if Vancouver didn't have one. Oh, you guys are so gay. So gay. We're very gay. <laughs> Rainbow. <laughs> cool. Mm. Well, I guess that's it then. Goodbye, everybody. Next game's on Thursday, and we are in the final stretch. Now it's time to tank for Bedard. Now we're on the tank train. Finally, with like like seven games left. Now we're in it. Let's go. How bad?